0: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
1: What's up, everybody? It's Abby, Chris is here. Hey. Dad's here. Hello. I like this. This is a, a, quite an exciting little combo for everybody. I can already hear the community rejoicing in my ears. Um, how are we doing?
0: I'm great. Yeah, what do you got? A little uh, cold you're nursing there or something I'm think? fine. feel fine. have a stuffy and runny nose at the same time. Bizarre. Like one
1: nostril each, or what do you, what do you have going on here?
0: No, just a general, common, everyday stuffy nose.
1: Got it. Got it. Chris, how are you feeling?
2: uh I, I i feel good that's great yep that's I really feel, great yeah um, i feel
1: like i should have really happy about that yep. that makes me very happy um so i f- gave you the last cold red bull you know
2: because there's a bunch of like lukewarm ones you know it's funny and you, i gave you the last I, cold i, warm I, ones. I, I appreciate that, that one pepsi fridge isn't doesn't seem like it's working but the coke it's one's great warm. the pepsi one fine the doesn't coke it one's seem great
0: like it's working it's not even plugged in
2: well that's definitely a big part of it then i would say that uh That one appears to be more of an operator error, but um, I went. Al asked for a Red Bull. I went to the refrigerators. One was warm, one was cold. We had a show to do. I didn't feel the need to pop the hood open on it. Um, And now it's good to know that it's not broken. But I did transfer Mm. the contents of most of the warm to the cold.
1: I do appreciate it, though, because the cold does definitely uh, hit different. I needed it today. Um, We had a, a very active uh email inbox after the last episode i i um I,
0: it was a small dicks last episode
1: it was the small pp last episode yeah did you get into it dad did you get do you, you have uh,
0: unfortunately i i i did not get through the entire episode uh so i'm sorry about well, that
1: well i'm sorry i let you down
0: uh, i did hear
1: uh sounds a lot more like a. My, I did my hear problem. the
0: intro of it urbano was in that right yeah yeah uh, I did hear the intro of it and then I fell asleep before I got through it basically we, yeah, the yeah no, totally
1: yeah guys uh, <laughs> not uh, that I, not yeah. that I
0: wasn't interesting I just, just was in bed you know
1: was tired. um uh, uh let's let's you know dad's experience aside trust me it's a good show um you know we got into it for those of you that don't know there was a young lass that reached out to us um and uh uh <clears throat> she's having the um Uh, the challenge with her boyfriend where he's got a small peepee and she wanted to know if there's any way to politely address that. Um, We got a lot of chimes because Urbano was basically saying, you got to get out and you got to get out right away. You got to run basically is what Urbano was saying. Um, And uh, there were a number of chimes on that end. Here's one chime regarding her boyfriend size from a gal 20 years into marriage. I recommend that she suggest the adult toy store shopping. See how he reacts to a toy that would be satisfying for her, and don't put any weird pressure on him to pay for it. If he's open to this and warms up to using the toy together, keep this guy around. He's, he should pay for it. He sounds like a quality guy, and those are more difficult to come by than an adequately endowed guy. I disagree with Urbano, but he was hysterical.
2: I think he should pay for it, at the very least. He's like, this: we're here because of you. Pay for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You drive my car, you have to put gas in it at the end. Like, if I'm here because of you, you should pay for it. But I understand what you're saying.
1: Uh, someone wrote in, awkward episode for sure. One thing no one mentioned was the delivery of the conversation for his mental health has to be a tough thing to live with. I mean, I think we kind of skirted I think that around.
0: How small are we talking about here? The,
1: Double-A batteries. Two I double-A a batteries. The... Would you like to hold them? I have them here.
2: I'm good. Thank you so um, much. I think the whole conversation was about was about approaching it so he's not offended by it. Right? Uh
1: you're yeah. Just I think that's the entire point.
2: Small girl we should do. We well, um, just I, I just think it should just be like, hey, you ever hear this before about yourself?
1: I mean, you know, look, I think the toy thing is 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 interesting, but that doesn't broach the subject. I think you're just saying, hey
2: I think she's saying that's how the conversation yeah, might b- start.
1: Bring up but I don't you know, know that let, let's I don't spice that this up by getting me a to I don't know if that's the move. Um I do agree with Chris though, you you Well, I mean, look, it's an interesting debate. You know, he has to buy it. It's the right thing to do. (laughs) It is uh, uh, a little bit of a different thing to consider. But, I mean, you know, I I, I do think... um...
0: I mean, why are we picking on this man? I mean, do we have any stats on the size of this woman's vagina? (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know what's I mean, funny? Uh, Am I the only uh, one, okay, uh, that that knows that dad's dad went Larry David on us just now? That was like that did you just, did you just pull a, that was a curve up, episode? That was I a curve, mean, that, well it?
2: not that line though, no. Not, but the, the sentiment was probably my one of my favorites. My was that the same episode of the bumpy road in New York? The bumpy road. Remember in New the, York. the girl that he went out with?
0: Oh no, that's, different. No, that's different. That
1: different. We had got another chime in here. I like to chime in the most recent part about size matters. Girl, get out! You don't need to tell him; he knows. I had a boyfriend, luckily not my husband. He was not circumcised. When having sex with this one, it. it... I have a question about that.
2: What do you mean, luck? You got? Did you have a boyfriend and a husband at the same time?
1: No, I think she's saying that she didn't marry this. It sounded
2: person. like you know. I, I'm sorry. Just no, she I, said I, I
1: understand. I, I, I think I know what she was getting at. When having sex with this one, it was very difficult to get off on him. Jesus. I I stayed with him for three years. I had a friend ask me what was more important, sex or the relationship, because ultimately there is something else out there. I legit thought I was going to marry this guy. Thankfully, I never did. It's been about 17 years. We've been together. He's happily married, as am I. There is someone out there for everyone. Love you guys. Love the pod. Always so entertaining.
0: Yes, there is an ass for every seat. As they say. Um, And you can... Turn that around and make the proper adjustment, um, but yeah, there is definitely an ask for every seat out there.
1: It um, it definitely brought a, a a lot of um uh.
0: uh you so know, no one's challenging the size of this woman's Chuck.
1: No one's challenged. Uh, you know, I, I, I um, okay. No, this was. Uh, I'll give you one more. I'm ready to share my thoughts on your latest pod of the girl that is torn with what to do with her boyfriend's physique. I thought I said psychic for a second. I believe that if you are four months in, you know whether or not you both mutually are in love with one another and that passion, so you don't just get with anyone. I'm sure this girl is a great girl, and this is why the circumstance is so hard for her to face. I think that a true relationship needs to have passion and fireworks in every aspect of the relationship. The issue is just too much for her to shake. I think she should just ease out of the relationship and make it apparent that she sees it more as a friend. And as time goes on, um, as as time has gone on. Of them being with each other, I do not believe that she truly feels this is the man she will share life with. If this was the case, she would see past his size and accept his body for how he was made. Two great people should oh, should part ways without feeling Ugh, guilty, dude, shameful, or embarrassed. So, oh, so cool. you know, I've hey, checked man.
0: out. You know, yeah. Everybody's a relationship expert.
1: Hey, this is the um, this is uh, uh, a lot of you know I, I, you know the over. I would say at this point the overwhelming. Um, uh, You know, um, I'd say the overwhelming comment is actually um, to get rid of the guy. Uh, Which, hey, you know, I was on the other other end of that. So I don't know what that says about me. Um, But uh, here we are. We're going to get into some other stuff. Um, But um, a lot of shines, which we like to see. Uh, Got a lot to cover. It's a long one, so bear with me. Are we ready? I'm ready. Fire away. Feeling good? Okay. Dear Albie friends and family, I'm a long time listener and fan of all things Manzo. I am currently in need of advice on a family situation. I'm in my fifties and my parents are in their seventies. My parents divorced when I was around five, but I have always had a great relationship with both for the past 25 years. I have lived in the same city as my mom, but not my dad. I see my dad only a couple of times per year usually once in the summer and around christmas we do talk on the phone and text often my mom lives 5 minutes away and is usually included for most any events and family things we have going on we usually have a lot of fun together she is healthy very active and has a busy social life however she is currently not talking to me it started when i was not planning to invite her to my house on christmas day when my dad and stepmom were going to be here for a meal we had christmas and gift exchange with my mom about a week before christmas We both apologized over text before Christmas, but we still have not hung out together. Mom says she is not ready and not over her feelings and any hurtful things I had said. I told her I don't have any hard feelings or hurtful feelings against her despite the hurtful things she said to me. I am not a person to hold grudges. I told her I will respect her decision. She is not ready to move past it and give her any time and space she needs. In response, she said thank you and sent heart emojis. It's been well over a month now, and she is still not wanting me to be a part of her life. I am not sure what else I should do except continue to give her time. Is it wrong I was not going to include her on the Christmas meal at my house so I could spend time with my dad while he was at my house? Although dad has had a major heart issue and mobility issues this past year, he's currently doing great. What do you all think? And in case you are wondering, mom did have other invitations for a Christmas Day meal with friends and family. Um, signed, Mickey from Cincy. Not my real name.
0: Hmm. All right. I'm good on this one. <laughs> First of all, if dad is not a part of your everyday life, right? You don't prioritize dad over mom on the biggest holiday of the year if you're a Catholic or a Christian. So basically dad should have been told, Hey dad, um, can't wait to see you for the holiday. Of course, Mom and I are going to be sharing the holiday together. If you're going to be in town, why don't we get together on the 26th? Um, now that would be the fair thing to do. You don't push Mom out on the biggest holiday of the year if you're if you're a Christian or a Catholic to basically be with the guy that's never around and mom gets like put out in the cold so mom should be hurt a little bit and now i don't know really if if they've been divorced that long mom should be like cool to be in the same room with dad with the a new wife, I don't even get why that's a problem, because it sounds like it didn't happen yesterday. Mom should be over well, it by I- now. I- legit, they, divor- they divorced 45 years ago. Right, so that's mom wild. should be over it. That's a long time. And and there's really no reason why they can't coexist. I haven't done and 45 also, years of
2: well, anything. That was just what I was going to say. Why And this is coming up now? Yes, like, like, this well, is I the do, first Christmas it was I a problem? Weddings, 45 years I, of the I've divorce? I've
0: seen every possible combination, okay? I've literally done a wedding for a guy who had his wife and his ex-wife like involved in the planning? It was bizarre a world. But they're friends. The two wives, the ex-wife and the current wife, are friendly. They hang out together. They're friendly. There's many more examples of where there's just no way they're going to get along. And you know, the uh, the c-word comes out every once in a while, and so on and so forth. So at the end of the day, everybody's different. Um and everybody handles their own shit differently, but time definitely does heal most wounds, not going to say all wounds, but most wounds are healed in time, and for 45 years, you should be over it, and should be able to have at least a meal together. What's the big deal?
1: Well, I think looking into why they can't be in the same room 45 years later is, you know, it could be a couple of different things. Maybe it's awkward, maybe it's, you know, the stepmother, who knows, but you know, you, we really don't get into, let's say, the reasons why the dad lives further away. You know, if you don't see him as much and they're coming out for Christmas, I get
0: wanting to see them. Wanting to see them is perfectly normal you know? and fine. Just not pushing mom out. Hey, mom, it's the biggest holiday of the year. Stay the fuck home. What is that? Okay. Mom should have been invited in. Dad needs to understand. Dad's not coming in for Christmas just to see her, I'm going to assume. There's got to be another another reason. And if that is the case, then he should be prepared to stay a couple extra days and say, Hey, Dad, we'll hang out the 26th, 27th. Maybe we'll do whatever, but not to be confused with uh, ditching mom. Uh,
1: Here's a component of this letter that I got to tell you the truth. Pop, I don't think I agree with you. She says, I see my dad only a couple times per year, usually once in the summer and around Christmas. We talk on the phone and text often. My mom is five minutes away, and he's usually included for most any events and family things we have going on. Okay, now that leaves me to believe he's on the week before Christmas cadence. Let's say, okay, that she just put her mother on. All right, so they see each other around that time. This time, she decided, "Hey, we're going to spend actual Christmas Day together." Okay. It would lead me to believe that they're with their mom on Christmas Day otherwise the entire time. If you're far enough out in front of this, okay, and the guys, you know, your parents are in their 70s, okay, and if they can't get along, whatever, throwing the dad a bone for what sounds like the first time in a long time, okay, is that really the end of the world?
0: No, I don't, I don't think to, it's the end to, of the world to, either.
1: To bug out where,
0: where a month later you guys are still not talking? Listen, it's very simple. It's all in the handling of it. It's how it was handled. So if she wants to see her dad, say, Mom, you know, never see dad. He's coming around for Christmas. Why don't we do the Christmas Eve thing? Why don't we do whatever? I mean, do you want to, you want to, can you, can you be in the same room with him? She probably would know the answer to that before asking. Bottom line is, it's 45 years. You're already 70 something. You know, let's be civil. Can't we all get along? If they, if that's a no, then okay. Um, you know, maybe mom says, "No, look, I'll, I'll bail. I'll, 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 I, I'll go with the family. I'll go with the other side." there's a lot of ways to handle it. It's just that the way it reads to me is, she made a decision. Mom, you're out. Dad, you're in. And that's a little bit douche. Well,
2: I think, but, 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 but you're but talking like,
0: logistics,
1: though. Can are we
2: help? putting too much stock in the holidays? What do you mean? Like, think about the idea of like a holiday just now I'm not talking to my mom at all for a month because of Christmas. Like what is it at the end of the day? It's a day of the week. It's something to celebrate. I get that. But like, is it really worth not speaking to a kid of yours because of the way they handle the holiday? Like, I think we're putting a lot of stock into a holiday. I understand it's the most important day if you're a Christian and all that stuff, but like, what's the difference between the 26th and the 25th? If the sentiment is there, who gives a shit what you do? You just want to spend it. Whoever you want. What, for me, I look at holidays as like, what's the least amount of BS? The least amount of red tape. I don't want to hear any drama. Let's just do that because it's they've become more stressful than the, than they should be at this point. And like, think about the the fallout. Every holiday, whenever there's a fight, it's like usually because of a holiday. And I think maybe we have to deplatform
1: holidays well, a little well, bit. Well, do you think do you think holidays just kind of bring up emotion because it's supposed to be this emotionally, you know, warm thing? And if maybe you're not feeling that, you just get pissed off and you want to start fights?
0: I, I Listen, everybody has their own reasons. And I could go through the history of, you know, my youth growing up and, and what we did every year for the holidays and so on. And, and, and there's a lot of great and funny stories surrounding that. Um, one is actually hysterical. And, and it usually resulted in my dad. I think it was a 50-50 shot, my dad blowing up and us leaving in a huff or a little bit early. That was not uncommon. Um, but what it kind of boils down to is everybody's life has gotten so, you know, busy and just just bizarrely disconnected from what traditional roots you know we've gotten used to in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and and um, for those of you that were alive then and and now for some the only day that you see uh, certain people is the holiday well, you know, it's, it's the excuse uh, to get together yeah
1: but here's here's something funny to think about okay if you had a blow up with one of your relatives in the 80s and the 90s really Okay. There was a shot. You just kind of marinated in that argument for months. Like, if you had a blow up at Christmas and walked out, okay,
0: and which, you which see, definitely happened.
1: And you see them again on Easter. There's a shot because
2: you're not texting in the '80s and '90s. Would people make like notes, like, like you know what? I'm going to bring that up on Thanksgiving. Let me write that down. No, and then in like September. No. That wasn't happening.
0: No, most of the time it just blew over. Most of the time, you know, in time, the issues were uh, relatively stupid, Mm. okay? Um, I'll give you a great example, okay? So one Thanksgiving, um, my father decides he's going to make cheesecakes and bring them over to his mother's house. His father was still alive and we're going to have the normal Manzo family Thanksgiving. Um, so we make cheesecakes in the house that we lived in, and he had an amazing cheesecake recipe. So, a matter of fact, I believe I would even share this recipe with the entire uh, community. Wow. We can post it on your Instagram. And it's amazing. And so they got the cheesecake recipe. It's I could see it being made in my head. It was amazingly good mm-hmm. okay it wasn't his recipe but the best recipe that he ever tasted and the guy gave it to him and so on bottom line he makes the cheesecakes about six of them and in the old house that we lived in how it, many people were coming over oh there was always 20 people at least the six
1: chris seems still like a little bit of an abundanza? that's a little six, six cakes six cakes for 20 people
0: it yeah. wasn't. It it was to bring mm-hmm. one or two there. Oh god, I it, got, it, got it. You know, because he was making That's them a lot of ma- cake. He'd cake. make five or six cheesecakes. Yeah. yeah. So now he's got. You know, we had the old house, right, with the with the basement with the steel door. Mm-hmm. So you open the steel door mm-hmm. up, and the, you know, obviously it's cold out, and the steps go down into the basement from the back of the house, and uh, then we had, you know, like a, a lot of Italians in those days. I don't know how many do it still now, but we always had a kitchen in the basement. Right, so it was—it's crazy, but we have like a second kitchen in the basement: oven, stove, you know, microwave oven, which my father called a radar range because that's what they were first called. And he makes these cheesecakes, and to help them cool, he puts them on the steps of the garage or cellar cellar steps. Right, so now he's got the six cheesecakes on the cellar steps, and he's letting them cool. And we're doing the cleanup and walking around this little kitchen basement kitchen, and he turns around, and all of a sudden, he looks at the cellar steps, and there's a stray dog licking <laughs> licking one or even two of the cheesecakes, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Like, licking the top of the cheesecake. Mm-hmm. He freaks out, chases the dog. Of course, the dog got away. No, <laughs> no dog got shot. But now he 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 takes the two cheesecakes and throws them away, right? And he's got like four left. So he brings the cheesecakes to the house and he makes the mistake of telling the story about the dog eating the cheesecakes on the steps. He brought the licked cheesecakes. No, he threw no, the he cheesecakes just, uh, fresh, away. Yeah, right. He brought
1: fresh cheesecake.
0: We and had explained six that, cheesecakes. Yeah, the right, dog right, right. ate two. Okay, so he explained why two you wouldn't He throws back back two up. in the garbage. Yes. He's got four left. But... He brings the cheesecake story up. Yes. At the party. Yes. And the family's looking at the cheesecakes, going, "Can we trust this motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> is he giving us like doggy and cheesecake?" Al's original point: Who makes six? Cakes? Yeah, right. They to his point, had six.
2: Cakes. Yeah, you didn't waste. You didn't make six cakes because four is too many. So I don't think there were two that Which, were. Which, by the way, I would. I would also have a tin hat. I stand here. corrected. Let's say, but... let's say he made four and.
0: But, dog, he, he, like, but so I, he, I get what you're whatever. saying. I he get had what I'm back up cheesecakes that he, he possibly could he have had, consumed, yes, right? And it's hard to cake. believe but, that there was more know, than yes. even them. This were is there. a different time where a lot of people would come over and he would gift cheesecakes a lot and all that. That's you're getting way off the subject. Yes. The bottom line is, he brings the cheesecake story up, and all of a sudden, nobody's eating the cheesecake. They're eating all the other desserts, but his cheesecake, which is usually a big deal, is not being touched. So he says, what's wrong with you people? No one's eating my cheesecake. You think I would feed a cheesecake and a dog egg to my family? Ah! And he goes out of his mind, screaming and hollering, everybody get up. We're getting the fuck out of here. And we went home. That's amazing. He was highly insulted that the family thought he would feed them dog-eating cheesecake. I think I'm
1: with him on that. I would feed
2: people dog-eating cheesecake if I had no other choice. I place. probably would have I went one on one. You guys know that. I, I probably would, would have went one on one. You know be why? You. Because
0: if
1: you guys, if I brought the dog, you'd have no problem. with a puppy and you would I kiss kept it. it I would have kept it on deck, and depending on who was who there, here's the dog cheesecake. Can I tell well, you? I, I tell you.
2: I can't say more, but I've I've done something like that on purpose. That's terrible. Why I hated the person. <laughs> it wasn't a work thing. It was yeah. like I was going to someone's house yeah, and I yeah. was like, "Fuck this guy. I mm-hmm. hate him." It wasn't. That's how I'm being super coy about it because it's really, I, you, everyone here knows who it is. No one on the mm. listening would know who it is, but it was a, um, just a party I didn't approve of that I was being forced to go to, and I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna do. Give you a cake that that a dog ate." And that's not what I'm saying at all. That's <laughs> not what. That's not what happened to the cake. <laughs> but. <laughs> but no we were all in on it I'll tell you guys later when I feel like it's yeah a no, it's Statue of Limitations seems like you know, I guess no it was a common enemy none, and, and man we, Apple we, doesn't fall far yeah we said Do you ever see Van Wilder it wasn't as oh, so bad as that but it was a really great they had a great that's one of my so, favorite uh, food yeah. scenes
0: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil
1: um, I want to get into this one quick This is kind of uh, I'm going to form it into a Dear Albie <clears throat> Chelsea brought this up So I'll make it a Dear Albie So this is from Chelsea? Yes Long um, Branch But it was brought up Yeah, Chelsea of, of Long Branch uh, <laughs> Dear Albie Does pasta shape change the taste?
2: I mean, if you're eating it straight out of the water, I would say no. But I think it might carry the sauce differently, and it can maybe do that. But well, the
0: answer no. is technically a no, but I think it, it, it is not the taste; it's the texture and the way it eats. She said, "Does well, the, the exact
1: does pasta shape affect the taste?" I say yes. I, I would say... That's what she says. She says pasta shape affects the taste.
0: Uh, okay. It can I'm be gonna, like more dense. I'm going to go with a uh, technical yes. Technical yes.
1: I think it depends on... It's just the way you're <clears throat> eating. You're going to say it's yes? hitting your palate. No.
0: I'm
2: going to say it changes the experience of of what you're eating, but it doesn't change the
0: actual taste. You know what I mean by It's that? a technical yes. I it, t- it does change the way it tastes. I don't... But technically, you'd
1: have to get technical. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll have to make an, I'll make an example.
1: The pasta, to me, okay, is essentially a vessel. Yeah, pasta to me tastes like nothing really. You really think about it; it's your. It's there to carry no, sauce and cheese. Pasta has a nice
2: taste on its own it's if there, it's done
1: well. It's there to carry sauce and cheese. Yeah, you. at Any time in your entire life, you've boiled pasta. Ow, your in water. favorite
2: pasta is like garlic like and olive oil. Yeah, but it's like ninety like percent the
1: taste of pasta. Though. I mean, not really. I feel like you, I, when you do that well, it tastes like garlic and olive oil, and you know.
2: No, I, I think you could definitely taste a, a homemade, a great homemade pasta by itself. It's not
0: the end. Of, it's not pasta, pasta might be thing, the original peasant food, good. right? I mean, think about it. It is the cheapest thing to make. It's a the rice. Thing it's not it's that different than like the, the concept of rice. It's not rice. Well, it's like a flour grain. and egg. Yeah. You know? Right. So you can you can make your own pasta very easily. You just take your you take a, a a little bowl of flour. You put a put an egg in it. You mix it up until it turns into a dough, and you you make it into the shape well, you want to make no, no, no. it Here's into. into. Thing, but right? so you right? were saying I'm, I'm about just, it taste. Well, really quick, just before people think I say. It.
1: It's like, What I mean by it, it's like rice is you can make a shitload of it very, very quickly and feed a lot of people. You yeah, I'm yeah. It's so like but, that.
2: but my thing with pasta is when you're talking about taste, because I feel like you're saying that you don't taste pasta or you're questioning whether or not I taste pasta. If I take like rigatoni out of a strainer and try it to see if it's good, and let's say it's perfectly cooked, I think it tastes pretty good. Like just coming out of the water, salted water, pasta, if it's a nice, mm. if it's a good pasta. I don't no, not don't saying, taste like anything to me. No, I'm not saying you can like... make a dish out of it, but it's a nice... It, I think, like, if it's a semolina pasta or something, like that's got a nice little flavor to it.
0: Here, here's here's a, 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 a parallel, okay? Pasta, as Al says, pasta tastes like nothing, okay? It really has very, very little flavor. It doesn't have a, a signature flavor. It's supposed to carry the, the flavor of the sauce, and it gives you a bite. And it basically is designed and created to fill your belly, okay? It's, fi- it's made to feed poor people in a, in a different era of time. Okay? And all through time. So bottom line is if you want to make a bizarro comparison, take a shrimp cocktail. Now, if you're honest about shrimp cocktail, boiled shrimp, okay, it's exactly the same thing in a much more expensive way. Shrimp has very little taste. If I take shrimp cocktail, stick it in cocktail sauce, eat the shrimp cocktail, and then... If it's just for you, take your index finger, stick it in the cocktail sauce, suck the cocktail sauce off your finger. Go ahead one more time. <laughs> it is absolutely the same oh. thing. It doesn't taste do you, any different. What do you have to do with, okay? with the finger? Just part... taste the cocktail sauce off your finger. How do you get okay? the you bite it off or what, what did you say that you do? You bite it. You don't bite it because you don't bite your finger. You just suck the cocktail sauce <laughs> off your finger. <laughs> You guys are disgusting. Kids. Okay. So at the end of the day, it's the same thing. So what we're saying is the reason why I give it a technical yes, that it tastes differently is that the cut of the pasta is going to give it more bite, more texture, you taste more dough versus less dough. You I like like the a cavatelli is
2: going to taste different than a than like an angel hair, right? Because there's a dense pasta yes, affects, in the middle you're of eating it. eating more it of the dough the taste. Right. Yeah. But, not but the, the taste, but really, the properties of what you're tasting don't change. But it affects the bite. Just, it, you're just either getting more or less pasta. Right. that's what soft, I was saying. It different. might change your like the, yeah. the experience, changes, not the taste because the taste, the properties of what's in it is
1: the same shit. Do you guys have a favorite cut kind of pasta? Uh, I find myself going in phases. I'm in a good parpadel phase. I right
2: I, now. I catch myself um leaning towards farfalle a lot. If I see farfalle on a menu, I get excited.
1: I got news for you too. At what point? Did macaroni stop existing as a word? Well, macaroni is a cut of pasta. It's macaroni it, and cheese. That's it's elbow, elbow pasta. Is macaroni right? But I like to me, it was just I, it was almost like the generic term for all of it at a, at a point in life. I feel like.
2: Well, is it just fun to say to kids "ronies"? Is that what that comes from? Because you do stop saying. Oh, can I say something? I heard a grow and a grown adult. Say so you know what I'm in the mood for macaroni the other day,
0: and he calls all pasta macaroni. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, it is macaroni. It I, I it don't, annoys the shit I, out. Yeah, it. right. That's not true. If I, you look at the box on many pastas, it says a macaroni product.
1: But you don't think it's weird? Yeah, but that's an that adult. Might be like, yo, company, let's get though. some
0: ronis. Huh? Is that the company? No, it's a macaroni product. It's it's basically a, a legitimate name for pasta. But you don't find it weird when adults like, yo, let's get some macaroni's
2: i'm like what do you uh, macaronis yeah sounds like that's a little how childish like you're like seven
0: yeah right sounds a little childish i'm not a big fan of the of the, of the term but macaroni is a proper term it's not a it's not a uh, a, a, a um hybrid term or a, or something we created
1: well off topic but semi on topic um and we, i don't know if you do you want to talk is about it not got? elbow pasta
0: elbow is just the shape of the pasta
1: but that's not what macaroni like no, no, it, no i thought no.
2: macaroni was specifically elbow pasta no okay did you want to talk about what you got going on
1: uh, the, the pod? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. So, little segue. I saw a video that I meant to send you. Um, Frank Sinatra doing an interview in LA, and he explains pizza. Cool. Like to, like to someone who's never heard of it. Like as if people had never heard of it. He goes, yeah yeah, we get pizza out there, and pizza what it is? It's like little you know, dough. You get the fresh mozzarella, you get the this. It's beautiful. I'm like, why are you explaining well, pizza? What year Do was you know this? why? It like, it's got to be I don't know fifty something. Do you know? Okay,
0: fifty something. I don't think pizza was a regular. Do thing. you
2: know Frank Sinatra literally brought? Uh, like good Italian food to LA and Beverly Hills. Well, that I knew when yeah. he moved there. He was like, "This is all terrible," and he literally got people from Hoboken, Hoboken in, in New York, and he flew well, we them. Went, we went relocated the them in Morea Yeah, Maria. Not Maria. I know.
1: I know which one you're talking. You know which I'm talking about. Yeah. Not Morea That's here.
2: Um, but yeah. So now, but yeah, we can. That's a nice little segue. So um, Chris, because now we could say the name. I think we're right. We feel serious. Confident.
1: We're serious this time. Um, and there's two reasons to bring it up. Number one, it's very exciting. Um, and number two, Nando had some feedback, but we just, um, we wrapped up the first handful of shows uh, of Chris's show. Go
2: ahead, Chris. Chris 3. Chris, and now I have, I recorded a little thing that's going to be like a blurb, almost like a, a trailer for it. But, um, and if it's possible, and maybe it's not, I don't, can we like put a little clip at the end of this episode of it? I mean, I I, I, right? I suppose anything is
1: possible. We can.
2: <clears throat> Chris 3, it's going to be really fun. We're going to do... Um, I've been doing a lot of research. It's uh, We're basically to take old stuff, right? Newspaper articles, movies, books, songs, concerts, whatever, um, kind of talking about them and finding a common thread to today's, you know? Um, and it's really fun stuff because I, I like history. I like old things. It's um, it, it's really not – I was going to say it's not too different than Dear Albie, but I guess it is, right? It, the original well, it's, Dear Albie plan is hmm. a little
1: bit – Closer to, like when we wanted to do just the old questions. Yeah, it, it's similar to that, but I think it's a lot more free-flowing, and it kind of becomes fun because, you know, you learn a little something, but it's also, you, 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 you learn, it's almost like cycles. Interesting to note, Nando called me after the um, test show and asked me why I'm significantly better... On your show than I'm my happy show. he
2: told you that to your face because he said it to me too. And I was like, oh, you, that's kind of, I don't know if that was, he, not me, but said, I was like, damn, I don't know how going I feel about that.
1: Al, he goes, you're a ball of energy. You're a lot funnier. And I said, yeah, I'm not hosting a show. And I, I go, it's very funny. I go, because it doing a show is very different than I think people would expect. It's harder to do. Um But this is going to be a good show. But I'm anxious to hear it now because Nando made a huge thing of it. He's like, you're you're a thousand times better on that show than... So let me tee it up because what we were going to do,
2: because now there's a resolution on that episode too, that uh, I guess whatever the cursory version of a chime might be, has has, um, the first one surfaced. Basically what we did is we talked about Austin Butler and Elvis and how Elvis shaved his head and was willing to kind of um, disassociate himself from Elvis the star to go to war and if he's able to do that, how come Austin Butler's not able to stop being Elvis? was kind of the, the theme of the episode. And we talked about method acting and things like that. And um, it, it's we wanted to start with something less rooted in history, so you could just kind of hear some familiar voices and see how fun it's going to be and and kind of how we uh, make the tie-in to the past to the present. And um, it's going to be very, um, I think, audience-reliant on finding weird stories. And you'll see it's not going to be like... Pearl Harbor or like, you know, like things that are super obvious they already know about. It'll be a lot more kind of fun artifacts from the past and, and kind of going over um, why things maybe didn't matter then and should have or did matter and shouldn't have and just finding fun with um, history because I, I, love, I love telling stories and um, that's kind of where it came from is telling other people's stories and um, having fun with them.
0: What I think is fun about history as a rule and, and and whatever influence I have to steer the concept of the show um, in, in, in every, any small way is that, you know, we don't really think about evolution of things that we take for granted every day. And I think there's a lot of interesting anecdotes and stories about things that, evolve and 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 how they evolved and I think I said something to you yesterday in private um that you know almost everything not almost everything everything at one time or another was legal and and everything that's illegal right now and not that not that everything is illegal but everything that happens to be illegal today um is absolutely and was absolutely legal at some time Right, it's just people taking a look at what's detrimental about it, what's bad about it, and, then and try to control things. So you know, learning about the history and the evolution of of ideas and things and drugs and, and the rest is extremely interesting um, to me. And um, also, you know, little stories about how. Certain people, like I think we're going to talk about Muhammad Ali. That's my favorite one, um, yeah, really and good. and and some of the cool things that Muhammad Ali did, and what he recognized uh, as being uh, maybe one of the flaws of you know the human behavior, um, and it almost ties into like housewives and um, anything else that is super popular and um, in today's today's uh, uh, society. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that and um, the Muhammad Ali thing I like to talk about. And uh, also, I definitely am getting my my ducks in a row for um, the Duke and— We oh, have a
2: really good Prince Harry episode, and the only reason we haven't done it yet is, first of all, we keep finding these new threads to pull in. And then also, um, I really want Lauren and Dad in the same room for it, and that's been hard to achieve. But my dad has very serious thoughts on Meghan and Harry— and I, I don't want to spoil it because
1: it's it's a really cool tie-in. The way that we're doing it, it's going to be a good show. We're excited about it. I mean, you know, the uh, the universe is expanding, so um, you know, we're, uh, we're 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 definitely excited about that one. So that'll drop soon enough. Um, and uh, you heard it here first. But um, gear up. We love you all. Dwbmailbag at gmail dot com. Um, thank you for listening to our program. Good ending there.